Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hug Me, Brother, a Teen Nick podcast. I'm Rob, and with me here today is my best friend next door that I'd stay home for, Dylan. For the audio listeners, he's wearing the Snuggie again this week, everyone. How you doing, Dylan? You're damn right. You're damn right. <laughs> I'm good, Robbie. We're back. We're back for another one once again. Second week in a row, we've been rocking the Snuggie, so... I'm know. excited. I'm excited yeah. to... uh to hopefully see you rock the Snuggie for many, many more weeks, Dylan. Yeah, yeah. You, you know I'm having a good day when the Snuggie's on. <laughs> <laughs> Hug Me Brother is the weekly show where we take a deep dive into the wide world of Teen Nick, show by show, one episode at a time. So come along, watch with us, and I'm sure we're going to have a blast doing it. On today's episode, we will be covering the third episode of Drake and Josh, Believe Me Brother. The show is available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoy the show, make sure to leave nice reviews and comments. It helps us get into more eyes and ears, which in turn will get you more episodes of this show. If you want to find us on Twitter and Instagram, you can find us at Hug Me Brother Pod. So, Dylan, it's been a little bit since we last recorded. We're finally reconvening. What's new? Well, you know, work's been busy, Robbie. You know, we haven't been able to get together for a little bit, but we're here. That's all that matters, and we're ready to have a good episode. Um, other than that, you know, I've just been chilling. I actually, I, I don't know if you saw, I, I went golfing with my dad for the first time in like a decade last <laughs> Friday. So that was, pre- that was pretty nice. Had a few brewskis, you know, it's pretty, pretty lovely. How was, how was your weekend? Dylan, it was, it was a wild weekend because during this weekend, I actually had a dream that you were in. I, no I, I've, we've texted about it, but I refuse to tell you the dream except for on the podcast. <laughs> Okay. For 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 the audio for the audio listeners for the audience, I have refused to tell Dylan what this dream was, and he's gonna hear it live and react on this Drake and Josh podcast. That I'm sure we'll get to Drake and Josh at some point during this episode. Yeah. So it's been killing me. The weight has been killing me. <laughs> so the background for this is that me and Dylan love Drake and Josh, but there's one other thing that we bond over a lot, much to the chagrin of our friends, much like Drake and Josh, is that me and Dylan love spider-man specifically we love the sam raimi spider-man movies i thought you were gonna gonna say sonic adventure 2 oh sonic adventure 2 yeah but we don't bother people with how much we love it sonic adventure 2 is a universally beloved perfect game obviously no one no one who's ever played that game has ever had a bad thing to say about it ever yeah so (laughs) this unless they're brain dead you know (laughs) (laughs) this dream (laughs) Was that me and Dylan were going to go see the uh, the new Spider-Man movie, No Way Home. It comes out as of us recording in a few months. Me and Dylan, very excited for this movie. Excited to see Dr. Octopus back. Excited to see Tobey Maguire back in this movie, you know. It's going to be great. So, in this dream, I'm like, yeah, Dylan, I'll come pick you up on the way to the movie theater. Okay. So, I go. I drive to your house. And it doesn't look like your house. It's like a very just small, quaint house, Dylan, okay? And there's police tape outside of it as if there was a murder, a crime scene at your house, okay? And, like, the cops are going in with a stretcher. The cops are going in with, like, a stretcher. And I'm like, what the hell is this? (laughs) (laughs) Someone someone has to lose their life when my GameCube gets broke. (laughs) (laughs) So, So I'm like, what the hell is this? 
So I look up and this in this dream, the house had an attic. And I see you like in the attic window with your hands on the window, like looking down at me. And your mom comes out of the house and she goes, oh, yeah, Rob, Dylan's not feeling that good. And neither am I. I'm not feeling that good either. I made some dinner. Do you want to come in and eat? And I was like, okay. I'm like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you, though. So then, Dylan, mm-hmm. <laughs> me and our friend Bobby, who also listens to the show. What's up, Bobby? Uh, hey, Bob. So the two of us went to the theater. And so I guess I actually wouldn't stay home for you. Like I said in the intro, I lied. Sorry, audience. Uh, Damn it. <laughs> and even though in the logic of the stream, I got a seat, they were taken in the theater and they couldn't like do anything about it. So me and Bobby are like, oh, we'll just sit in the front corner of the theater. But the theater, Dylan, was our high school or no, our middle school auditorium. And instead of having, like, a projector screen, they go, yeah, we're just going to project Spider-Man No Way Home on, like, the curtains, like, of, like, the middle school auditorium. So it has, it has like, uh, like a red backdrop. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> Moral of the story, because Dylan, for the audience, Dylan comes to the movies with me a lot. Our group of friends, I always drag them to literally everything that comes out. It's true. Saw James Bond it's this a, weekend. It's a sickness. It's a <laughs> it sickness. is a sickness. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the last two movies I saw, I didn't. I gave you guys some mercy. You guys didn't have to come gave, to see Let There Be pass. Carnage. Yeah. yeah, I didn't drag you guys with me to see Venom, Let There Be Carnage, which was absolute cinema. And No Time to Die, yeah, which man. was actually absolute cinema. Um, mm. But moral of the story, if Dylan doesn't come to the theater, bad things happen, ladies and gentlemen. Yep, that's a fact. <laughs> you always got to bring me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, we've had, I'm sure at some point we'll get into the multitude of stupid movie theater stories, especially once we start getting into the movie theater theme Drake and Josh episodes. Like oh, when yeah. we uh, raced the eight-year-old girl during uh, Captain America Civil War. <laughs> 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 you guys will hear about it one day in due time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Patience. <laughs> and the Good uh, things are coming. <laughs> and the other takeaway must be that in my subconscious, I deeply worry about your safety, Dylan. That I went to your house and there was a crime committed. That's but that's why you're my co-host, though. <laughs> that's why we work so well together. We have yeah. to we have to care about each other, you know. <laughs> Definitely. I'm glad to hear it. I think <laughs> the weight paid off to hear this dream. <laughs> I'm glad because I woke up and I was like, "What the hell?" And I immediately wrote it down. I was like, "I can't lose this." Wait, when did you wake up? What, what time was it? It was it, no, it was like the next morning. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you woke up in like a cold sweat at like three <laughs> thirty. You're like, just, is he okay? I just shot oh up. Oh my god. Just shot up and out <laughs> yeah, yeah. board straight. <laughs> it's like Anakin and uh <laughs> in Revenge of the Sith. He gets up, he's like, Oh my god. <laughs> Anakin with his nineteen pack abs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just wake up with a washboard abs. <laughs> and a robotic arm. Yeah. Yeah. So, actually getting into the Drake and Josh of it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Season 1, Episode 3, Hug Me Brother, was released on January 25th, 2004. It's the third episode of the series, but like I was talking about last week with uh, production codes, it's actually 102, so it's the second episode that they put into production. Top level, Dylan, what are your initial thoughts? You know, I gotta say, I think it's... It's a good episode. I, I don't know if it's uh, one of my favorites. 
just because I feel, I don't know, maybe I haven't seen it enough. Because, you know, sometimes you see an episode more and more, you tend to, like, tends to grow on you a little bit. Yeah. This one, I feel like I've only seen, like, a handful of times. Yeah, you know I what agree. I mean? Yeah, I don't feel like it so, was on Nick that much. Yeah, so it's not it's not that it's, like, definitely not about, I mean, none of them are bad, you know what I mean? But yeah. it's just probably not one of my favorites. Still very enjoyable <laughs> at times. I agree with you. Like, I thought it was solid. Not mm-hmm. incredible by any means, but definitely solid. There's it's a good watch. It's a good yeah, watch. There's a lot of high highs in the episode, including one of the moments that I think is legitimately, at least for me, that I could argue is my favorite moment of the entire show, which we'll get to when we get to the uh, episode <laughs> recap. But there are massive stretches where you can very much tell it's one of the early episodes. Like, I'm pretty sure I note it somewhere in the uh, plot breakdown. But one of the scenes, you literally see the boom mic hanging in frame. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> what scene was this? I guess if we'll I, get to it. Yeah, if I remember right, I think it's when Josh walks into uh, the living room and is asking his parents. He's like, do you think Susan might like me? At the very beginning of the scene, the boom mic's just very clearly there. Just like hanging That's in hilarious. Frame. Yeah. <laughs> but without further ado, Dylan, let's get into the main episode. Let's do it. All right. So the opening story for this episode has Drake and Josh explaining that Drake is dating a new girl, Susan. The main episode begins with Drake and Josh figuring out what to do for their school project before ultimately settling on a music video. Josh will direct it and Drake Obviously, it'll feature his band. Susan, Drake wants her to be in it. As Drake walks over to the cabinet to ask Josh what guitar would look best on camera, he opens it, and he and Josh are sprayed with purple paint. Nearby, Megan is recording them with the family video camera, and they let out Megan for the first time in the series. Dylan. Iconic moment. Iconic moment for sure. Dylan, as we talk about with the... uh, with the world building in Drake and Josh in these early episodes, did you catch the uh, the Grammy call out when Josh is talking about directing her piano recital at the uh, home for the elderly? Yeah. <laughs> when it happened, I was like, they definitely it's... had it all planned. <laughs> Dude, that's attention to detail right there. Yeah. That that's that's some classic Dan Schneider attention to detail. <laughs> I say it every week. If it was a lesser show, they wouldn't do it, but they did. No. Yeah. <laughs> So, from there, we launch into the greatest TV intro of all time, and this is my obligatory mention of the uh, tennis balls falling. But then, Josh... The great unsolved mystery of this planet. The library of Alexandria. Move over the library of tennis balls falling from the ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) So, then Drake and Josh walk through the hallway discussing the music video. Josh wants the desert, wants some lizards to run around in the music video. And Drake Mm -hmm. finally introduces Josh to Susan because in the intro Josh talks about how he knows Susan but he's never officially met her and as far as I could tell Dylan Susan does not have a uh, a canonical last name so no one will correct us on this I say we make Susan's canonical last name Floozy so her name is Susan Floozy because she's a floozy smooching both she's she's like she's smooching drake she's smooching josh she's you know she's a little is that is that a phrase yeah floozy yeah oh i've never heard that phrase before (laughs) yeah yeah where did you hear that where was the first first time i mean 
for for the audience dylan does this being friends with me for like 10 15 years yeah um, <laughs> i use phrases that are like from the 20s whenever i talk about anyone kissing i talk about it as if it's uh called smooching yeah, yeah so yeah. so floozy is uh it comes from that bank of just random ass words it's like whenever i say girl i'm sure you'll hear on the podcast we call them goyles just because it's yeah. stupid and funny goyles the way that we like to keep it light on the show we also like to keep it light in real life the goyle next door door is not the goyle next door correct so the bell rings and drake heads to class and then drake can i just say real quick yes josh's idea about the lizards in the desert would would have been sick yes i would have loved to have seen a music video like that (laughs) with the with drake shredding the guitar in the in the desert Oh, yeah, with the really bad, but it's, like, superimposed really bad, like, 2005 iMovie backgrounds. I imagine just, like, the video for Dark Horse with <laughs> Katy Perry when they dressed up like a, like a pharaoh or something. Yeah. Just shredding the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the bell rings, Drake heads to class, and Drake flirts with Susan as he leaves, but Josh jokingly flirts back. And Susan begins to flat to violently flirt with Josh, hitting him with the, oh my gosh, you're so funny, leaving Josh totally flustered. So, Dylan, last week, we revealed that there's a massive crossover between the audience of this show and GameCube collectors, okay? What I didn't know is that there's also a massive Star Wars crossover in this episode, okay? Mm -hmm. So, Susan came on screen, and I'm like, I know her from something. What the hell do I know her from? So I searched the name, and it's an actress named Ashley Drain. And I'm like, that doesn't, that's not right. So then I click on the Wikipedia thing for Ashley Drain. And it goes to, yeah. And it goes to a Wikipedia page for her, and she's married now, and her name is Ashley Eckstein. She plays Ahsoka Tano. Her last name. (laughs) She plays ahsoka tano and all the star wars stuff anakin's apprentice what yes because i was like the fit so i figured i'm like i know her from somewhere and i figured out i didn't recognize her because i've only seen her doing like interviews and stuff and she's much older and listening to her voice through the episode i couldn't get it out of my head i'm like this is this is anakin's apprentice and the mandalorian she shows up and she's played by rosario dawson but yeah i like i heard her voice and i'm like oh yeah i totally hear it where these kid actors end up going the most random routes like you could ever <laughs> yeah. imagine i mean like like ariana grande is probably the big the big break right the one who's like yeah started I mean, off on victoria uh, or uh yeah her off on or victoria josh and... yeah, yeah yeah exactly like some of them make it like huge then the other ones are just like oh i'm gonna go uh i'm gonna go do star wars i'm gonna go do this <laughs> like I mean, what a path. If you're on Drake and Josh in Star Wars, that's like the way right into my heart. Ashley Eckstein, pre- show up in Spider-Man No Way Home. You'll you'll hit what? the triple death. <laughs> yeah. But I forget, is that a, was, she, was that a big role she had? Or yes. Just like a- no, she's like basically other than Obi-Wan and Anakin. If there was like a third main character in that show, it's it's her. Oh, crap. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She's like a very major character. And then she shows up in like a bunch of other stuff too, so... Yeah, I was respect to uh, Susan. (laughs) (laughs) It was mind boggling. But yeah, 
So later that day, Josh is taking a bubble bath. This is this is my favorite scene. Josh is taking a bubble bath, playing with some bath toys, having the time of his life, Dylan. Yep. And Megan yep. records him being a big old goofball in the suds, you know? So in returns, the suds. In the suds. He returns. I'm gonna start to, using that now. <laughs> he returns to his room in his bathrobe to find Susan there, who again violently flirts with him until Drake steps in and she completely drops it. And Dylan, let me tell you something. This is obviously the weird skip part of the episode that doesn't really have to uh, do with anything. But, okay, every few months since this episode came out in 2004, I get shaving in the bathtub. Say what? It's stuck in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, and it's stuck there for a little bit. It, so, bless yeah, every time I Yeah, every time I watch the episode, it definitely it gets stuck in my head, too, for like at least a month. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, jeez. I mean, it's it's hilarious. But, you know, that's also the first time we see, like, the bathroom, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, is is that, that the might only be the only time. The time? Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. it's the only time. So it's so memorable. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's he's so just cool. playing with the uh, with the alligator. What else was there? Like a crab I think it's the alligator and the, maybe an octopus. I think an octopus, maybe. Oh, okay. It's, it's something with a lot of arms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, from there, Josh tells his parents that he thinks Susan likes him and how they're, uh, like how on the animal channel, when a male and female giraffe love each other and they're just like, she's just being nice, Josh. You know, you're, you're a charming young lad. So Josh reassured leaves to go film the music video as Audrey, classic Audrey, as she does tells Walter, Hey, let's watch the animal channel. Yeah. So this is the scene where uh, the boom mic is in frame. But Dylan, as I always have my strange Walter observations, Walter, in this episode, in the beginning of the scene, he's knitting. Not only do we add another notch to Walter's ever-expanding talent set, you know? We also see Walter uh, breaking down toxic masculinity in the year 2004. Yeah, exactly. He was ahead of the game. Yeah. It's not, I mean, we'll get get to it eventually, but dude, it's like the... uh... It's like how the Drake and Josh in is like the Airbnb before Airbnb. Yes. Yes. Like, yeah. Well, Walter Nichols is absolutely shitting on toxic masculinity. <laughs> Definitely. For sure. From day one. <laughs> so they filmed the music video with their weirdly professional lighting and smoke machine in their bare bones garage. And we got our first look at Drake's band the whole time. Susan's trying to be seductive towards Josh, uh, which ends with Josh dropping the camera. Later, Josh tries to tell Drake what's going on, and Drake laughs it off. The next day, Susan shows up when Drake isn't home, and she forces herself onto Josh for his first kiss. As Drake walks in the door where she fake freaks out on Josh, and Drake gets mad at him. So, Mm -hmm. Dylan, does Drake not see this stuff? Susan and Josh are, like, standing three feet away. Like, this wall back here is farther away than Susan and Josh. This (laughs) Uh, picture I'm pointing at is farther away. Not only that, none of the band members see it either. Like, <laughs> yeah. she uh, and I. Can I just say, I want a girl to look at me the way that Susan looks at Josh in this episode, dude. <laughs> yeah. I was watching and I was like, she's like getting really into her role. Like, she was there, like, given like the, <laughs> given the you eyes, know, like, yeah, given like the the eyes, dude. Not just the eyes, like the eyes, the eyes. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you'd have to be, you have to be a blind man not to see that come, like. How does Drake? Yeah, I mean, but that's just 
that's just every character in the show. If it's not convenient to the plot, <laughs> then they're not going to notice it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, later that day, Megan records Drake being a goofball on camera when Josh walks in and they begin to go back and forth with Drake not believing Josh. Seemingly for no reason, even though Josh gave him the heads up of like, hey, this is something that's happening. So when it happens, all of a sudden Drake's like, oh, I don't know, which is bizarre. I don't know. <laughs> it's just like, because the thing is that, that I think that might be one of the faults of the episode is that just the whole time. It's th- it's really just dependent on Drake being like stupid. Yeah. You know, which is like, I mean, it's entertaining, but it's just kind of like, okay, well, when is this? When does it become more of a versatile episode? Yeah. You know? When does it show its worth? When does it show its quality as an episode? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the next day at school, Josh confronts Susan and tells her to tell Drake that it's her fault. And she won't. So Susan gives Josh flowers. And Josh is like, oh, these are great. And then Drake comes around the corner. And then uh, he freaks out on Josh. Later that, that like day. My, oh, that was like my favorite part, though. So when she she gives him the flowers, he's like, "Oh, these are dope!" Like he just <laughs> yeah. he totally he just totally forgets his objective. He's like, "Oh, yeah. I love these. These are great." <laughs> yeah, at least I still get to keep the daisies. And Drake like, yeah. slams it in her locker. <laughs> so later that day, Josh convinces Drake to hide when Susan comes to prove his innocence and show that Susan really wants him. Susan comes in and she immediately knows what time it is and pretends she isn't attracted to Josh. And I got to say, I absolutely love this scene where Josh is just like so over the top. And he's like, you know, you want me. (laughs) Yeah. She was like, stop. You're making me uncomfortable. He's like, uncomfortably hot. Yeah. And he like opens his shirt, like the the shirt over his shirt. Yeah. (laughs) But like, okay. So when I was, um, I think not when I was a kid, but like when I seen this episode before, um, I watched it recently. Mm hmm. I always was confused how she had, like, known, right? Yeah. But I'm watching it, and I'm like, they're screaming before... She knocks on the door, she's like, I'm here. Then Josh is like, let me just prove to you. Yeah. Like, (laughs) he's just screaming it, and Drake's like, fine. And then he gets in the closet, and, and, like, they're supposed to pretend that Drake's not home. Josh's like, oh, he's he's not here. And then his backpack's also... It's like the... It's the cherry on top of it. As if the door was lined with lead and soundproof paneling. Yeah. Dude, they they try to convince you that Susan seeing the backpack is the reason why she knows he's there. Why didn't she hear them screaming? She's, like, right outside the door. She's, like, just standing there, like, why do they think I'm... Do they think I'm an idiot? Yeah. Yeah. I just thought that was funny. I, I, but you know, no, that's an that's an excellent point. And the whole thing is, if you didn't bring it up for all the stupid nitpicks I have here, that wouldn't have even crossed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> it was just it stood out so much to me. I was like, what? they couldn't even whisper. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like it's, Dan it's all I was shouting. Like, yeah. Dan Schneider was like, guys, make it really obvious that you're in the room. <laughs> Okay, I want you to scream <laughs> as loud as you can. I don't. I want you to go home and have laryngitis, young Drake, yeah. young Josh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so shockingly, we make it to the end of the episode already. Which I thought there was way more to this episode, but here we are at the last scene, uh, the day of the presentation. As the music video premieres, uh, the music video as it starts to play, it starts getting intercut with 
the video of Josh in the bathtub, Drake playing the air guitar, another great stupid moment of Drake being a dork like we were talking about last week in the way that all 15-year-olds are dorks. And San Diego! Give it up for the Drake! Drake. The Drake. (laughs) Yeah. He was Drake Drake before Drake. Yeah. (laughs) Marvin's room? More like Megan's room. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um... So you gotta make a song like that. <laughs> so it's intercut with all this stuff. Megan uh, taunting them. And finally, the video of Susan forcing herself onto Josh. The brothers reconcile and, to her surprise, thank Megan, who menacingly tells them that tomorrow's another day. And Dylan. I just gotta say, I know Megan's a little kid here, but what a bad sister. I mean, honestly, like, like making their lives miserable, one thing. But, like, even when I was that little, I knew that, like, this kind of cheating stuff was bad. Megan's supposed to be, like, a genius, so obviously she would know that. And even if she told Drake, that would, like, further her agenda of making her brothers miserable. So, like, she's nothing again, to you know, But then again, like, I get what you're saying, but when I was a kid, like, I never gave a shit about, like, any of my brothers, like... Like his his date because I was just too young to care, you know. Yeah, like that's I true. just like I just had my own objectives and like, you know, like my parents would be like, "Oh, you know, your brother's girlfriend's coming over." I'd be like, "Who gives a shit?" Because I was like seven. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "All right, like, to care whatever. about uh, his romantic entanglements." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she probably just saw that and she was like, <laughs> "Yeah, that's true. That's true." Then it, and also, I mean, if she if her true objective is to make them. Yeah, miserable, then I get... Well, that plays into your point, that she's just, like, you know, an ass. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. No, you're, you're right, though. I mean, it's kind of messed up. If she if she knows that, like, Drake is seriously involved with this girl and she sees that, she's just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but, so, the episode ends with them talking to Susan and her kind of dissing both of them, being like, I don't want to date either of you. And they're like, okay. Have a good day. And as they walk away, she opens her locker and she gets shot in the face with purple paint. As Drake and Josh look over their shoulders, they laugh about it. And the episode comes to a beautiful close. And Dylan. I also love that during this scene, because it's obviously heavily implied throughout uh, the episode. But um, the fact that she is actually also attracted to josh like she says like i'm attracted to both of you guys if this was a lesser show dan schneider would have just been like oh yeah she just actually doesn't like drake and she's like just being mean but it's like no she's she's attracted to josh a a lesser show would be like oh no look at josh josh is like a little little husky he's a little more sensitive drake's cool uh smoochy smooch but no dan schneider had the foresight and the knowledge that uh that josh pack is uh is the goat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That I mean that exactly right, dude. Josh Peck is the goat. Dan Schneider knew it. And, you know, nothing's changed. <laughs> <laughs> so in, in a roundabout way, even though it's like kind of an underhanded way of doing it, it's like it's strangely uh like a positive thing, like for body image too. That's like, oh wow, one of Drake's girlfriends likes likes Josh. Like it, what matters is on the inside. Yeah, and she she really I would argue she liked him more than she liked Drake. I was just about to say, yeah. Those freaking those eyes, dude. Jeez, <laughs> I was like, I was like uncomfortable when when she first. I was like, 
I don't. I didn't remember it being that extreme. Yeah. Where she's just like she's throwing like herself him up. on. <laughs> yeah, it's not even like it's not even like kid flirting. Like she's like going hard. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, jeez, <laughs> strap in. <laughs> so, Dylan, we have reached the end of this episode, but. There is the deleted scene. As always, every week we dive into the deleted scene that plays during the credits of every Drake and Josh episode that you probably didn't see as the show ran on on Team Nick because uh, the credits would just kind of overtake it. And after maybe 2004, they just stopped showing the deleted scenes altogether. So this week's deleted scene, Dylan, very simple scene. It's literally just extra footage of Drake's music video and extra footage of Josh in the bathtub. I get why they cut it. The music video is the perfect length in episode, but obviously doing the production, it would make sense to film the entire thing and just get rid of what you don't need uh, later on. And Josh in the bathtub is just, I mean, give me a half hour episode of that. I'll think it's the funniest thing on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the all time Drake and Josh moments in a not so all time episode. For sure. So, it's definitely the highlight. <laughs> yeah. Which is, which says a lot. That we watched the yeah. entire episode, we're like, oh, the 30-second thing of Josh being like, shave in in the bathtub, say what, is like the best part. Yeah, yeah. But uh, do you think they should have uh, kept these scenes in? Made it, it gave us more Josh bath footage and cut out even more of the actual episode. Yeah, I, th- I, think, it was per- I think it was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I was not complaining, dude, when I was watching that. I was like, like you said, I'll, t- I'll take, maybe not, okay, maybe not a full episode, more like, yeah like a five minute short you know <laughs> it's just him in the bathtub the whole time with the different bath toys yeah 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 he brings out like a bunch of different ones there's like it's <laughs> like a fish an army man <laughs> but it has like it's the green arm man that has like the parachute in it that you buy at like the dollar store it gets all wet and he's like yeah, oh, yeah. the parachute's not working and he has like the shark eater yeah. or something dumb yeah <laughs> Yeah, I I wonder how good he would be at like improv. If they just told him to do that for like, like five minutes straight. They're like, Josh, just like go crazy. Well, I mean, you know, do you mean now or back then? Because I feel I, like, I feel like both answers would be yes. But like, I yeah, just, yeah. I don't know. I I guess back back then he probably wasn't wouldn't be that great at it, but. I don't know, are actor or all out actors really that good at improv? I feel like only the great ones are, like Leo or like you know, like Heath Ledger did improv in uh, yeah. The Dark Knight. I don't RDJ, know. Yeah. And five minutes is a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to come up with a story with uh <laughs> bath toys. But I'm sure I'm sure Josh would find a way. Probably. Oh, there you go. <laughs> See you guys, you're you're listening to the right podcast. <laughs> we come out we come up with these all day. <laughs> Take that, IGN's Game Scoop podcast. Yeah. Yeah, no one cares about you guys. Get out of here. <laughs> Step aside. <laughs> but Dylan, that is Believe Me, Brother. So what do you think overall? Well, I think what you um you had mentioned something before about how you thought the episode was like well a lot longer or a lot um Yeah, I thought there was gonna be yeah, more. You thought there was gonna be more. Yeah, exactly. You thought there was gonna be more. That that makes a lot of sense because I felt the same way. Only because it, it seemed kind of re- redundant. Like like we had said, there's not that much versatility to the episode. It's just over and over again. Josh is trying to prove something to Drake, and he's just like being stupid. Yeah. You know, 
it doesn't really like there's not even that many like side um like scenes with like side characters or anything either like it's just that yeah so it gets kind of stale you know it's not even like because i feel like in other episodes there are more like you have the main plot but then you have more like little side bits yeah where you can like take a break from the main plot and just like laugh but this was just like non-stop that's kind of like all they were they were going with so you know not not really one of my favorites i mean but it's not it's not a terrible episode no i i agree like the plot especially for the second episode of the show is so generic i feel like that plot line is done on literally every sitcom of oh there's a mix-up and one of the girls is smooching both of that like that's that's classic sitcom stuff which is different from like later on in drake and josh when they just directly reference stuff like the uh like the sushi episode of i love lucy and stuff like that but my light just came on like crazy for the audio listeners god yeah the light came on that was god's way of saying oh, that he's enjoying the uh the podcast take me lord <laughs> <laughs> so obviously we're grading grading on a uh curve but this is mm-hmm. like for this season this is if we had to split it like two two and two into high tier low tier mid tier this is probably a mid uh like a low tier episode there's a ton of stuff i like about it but so many of the episodes in the season are way better and i will say dylan there's a random animal motif in this episode that i love josh talking about the lizards there's the octopus and alligator bath toys there's everything about the animal channel it's a wild world in san diego for the parker nichols you know yeah like I definitely agree with you. I think it's a low tier, but I wouldn't even just stop there. I'm trying to think of the ep- my least favorite episodes, just like in general of the series. I would honestly put it at like bottom of the barrel. I, I just don't like, not, again, I'd say it's bad. Like I still enjoy it. It's a good watch. It's just, there's not that many other episodes that I could think where I'm like, man, I really just like, I th- that I think are worse than, than the one I, than Believe Me Brother. I don't know. Oh, well. I mean, how do you, f- how do you feel? Well, I mean, I would agree with that. I mean, next week's episode is Two Idiots and a Baby. And just thinking about the entire list, that might be my least favorite episode of the entire series. And maybe it's because I haven't seen it. But watching this episode, knowing that next week is Two Idiots and a Baby, (laughs) I was like, (laughs) okay, this isn't as bad as it gets. Let's, Let's just enjoy the good things in here. Yeah, that's true. Hey, but honestly, I don't remember that being as. I I actually might like that episode. It might be a sleeper pick for me. Yeah, two no, idiots and a baby. I mean, it might turn around and it might wind up being my favorite episode of the season. I don't know, yeah. but just well, thinking about the list, it's good that they're back to back, so we can compare. You know, we have <laughs> we have a fresh comparison <laughs> in our mind to make. Yeah. So, Dylan, what was yes. your moment of the episode? Uh, I feel I I like the ending, of this episode personally. I like it a lot just because it's that classic like happy ending, like oh yay like in your face, Susan. You know, yeah. Everyone everyone's happy. Even the class is like get the fuck out. Like yeah. you remember seeing the people in the class? <laughs> They're like, like freaking to, out. Yeah. Yeah, Susan had to leave, and they were like bye. <laughs> <laughs> and that and then she's just like universally hated by the whole school. <laughs> Which is also another thing I wanted to bring up. That yeah. little paint stunt they pull at the end, that's like 
that is to- that is just totally encouraging bullying. <laughs> <laughs> like, think about it, if that ha- if that happened in in school, I'd be like, oh, like I feel so bad for this girl. <laughs> even even if she was like a bit a bitch or whatever, like I would literally just be like, like who did that? That's terrible. <laughs> I mean, did Megan like sneak in and help them set it up? I don't know. I was about to, you know, we forgot to talk about that. Who she had to have? They had to have gotten her to set it up, but. I mean, Josh is also smart. Yeah. Josh is building nuclear lasers by the end of the show, so. Yeah, exactly. Maybe this is his first uh, <laughs> dip into <laughs> into gadgets. And, and yeah, into the world of uh, what would become fucking espionage weapons <laughs> by the time he got to the end of the series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just gets more and more advanced as the show goes on. <laughs> yeah. Pierce Brosnan shows up and he's like, oh, Josh, my apprentice, here is how you break into this locker. They're manufacturing, like, <laughs> pistols by the end of it. <laughs> like, silenced pistols. You Like, Megan brings it to him in, like, a briefcase. You know, they had, like, uh, 007 style. Yeah, like, like, Q's just like, oh, here it is. Megan, yeah. Megan's their Q. <laughs> yeah. Space suit James Bond shows up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on spacesuit. <laughs> Another GameCube reference. The real ones, no. What is it? Nightfire. Yeah, yeah 007 Nightfire. Nightfire. All time game. Great game. Great game. <laughs> I mean, I've never played Goldeneye. I imagine that's what people think of when they play Goldeneye. Just the, that level of fun. But my moment yeah. of the episode, Dylan, is uh, mm. like I said before, shaving in the bathtub. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's a classic. Excellent. It'll never be replicated. That's the only time we see the bathroom. It's the only time we should see the bathroom. Because that moment will never be topped. <laughs> they knew it. They were watching the dailies and they're like, oh, we have all these seeds written in the bathroom for the next season and a half. We need to change it. <laughs> so, Dylan, who do you think is the episode MVP? I was going to say Josh, but now I'm going to have to go with Megan. Just because okay. she's she's the the sleeper MVP. She's not the one. She's not like in the episode, you know, making her presence felt. But she's the one who gets them out of a jam. And I just feel like, you know, jo- I, my runner up would be Josh, just because again pulls off a fantastic acting performance, <laughs> trying to convince Drake. He's like, "I'm your brother. Why don't you believe me?" I'm like, "Oh man, I, I felt that. You know, like like a knife through the heart." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, because I, I, I was like, he's your brother, bro. I mean, like, come on. But <laughs> Megan, I think, you know, they're both kind of stupid in the episode. Megan is probably my MVP for sure, just because she got them out of the jam. And um, it's also the first time we really see her, like, make more than one appearance. Yeah. Right. Like, she that she actually is an active part of the plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also, like you said, it's the first episode where, they're, where they say, Megan. Yeah, of so, course. Essential. It's big yeah i mean what about my, you my uh my sleeper mvp is josh just because there's so many just little joshism moments that are mm-hmm. perfect like obviously the bathtub but the one that we didn't draw too much attention to is after drake walks in he's already mad at josh he turns around he's like dear lord thank you so much for my first kiss yeah that was classic like he has so many little joshism moments but maybe yeah. it's my Star Wars bias showing. Uh, I gotta say, Susan, she what? is so good. I didn't at, expect that. She is so good. Uh, Ashley Eckstein is so good at just flipping everything like that. Where she was, she was good. 
Yeah, like, it's so... Not, I don't want to say subtle, because nothing on Drake and Josh is truly subtle, but the way she flips, like, the second she's like, oh, I just forgot my purse, and you see, like, her entire posture change, and, like, the entire way she acts change. She's about to, like, give Josh a lap dance. Like, <laughs> yeah. Jesus, bro. Well, let me, a let me look show. away, yeah. <laughs> like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I actually, I do agree with you. She was able to just, like, turn on that, like, flirty, uh, flirty bitch mode pretty fast compared yeah. to, uh, well, I guess I should say not, not flirty. She went from bitch to flirty, flirty bitch. Yeah. Back well, and forth. I mean, she's basically playing three characters. She's playing the, um, like the flirty towards Josh. She's playing like Drake's girlfriend with all that entails, like the fakeness and even like the flirty stuff is a little different than how she flirts with Josh. And then at the very end of the episode, it's just in the one scene where she's like, I mean, I like both you guys, where it's like way more. She yeah, starts at a 10 and she's like a two. She's like so grand. She's like, I just like both you guys. I kind of hate you that now, though. Yeah, I was about to say, like, the only time you ever see her genuine self is at the end. Just yeah. that one scene. So, <laughs> so I, you know, what? I did, you're, you're, you're surprised me every episode. I didn't, I didn't expect that. <laughs> but I like the, I like the reasoning. I like the reasoning. Thank you. Thank you. So, Dylan, that is the show. Like I said, um, like I said earlier, next week's episode is probably my least favorite episode of the series. Two Idiots and a Baby. Hug, Hug Me Brother is the weekly show where we take a deep dive into the world of Team Nick, episode by episode, one show at a time. The show is available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. If you think we deserve it, please leave us nice reviews and comments. It'll help the show get into more eyes and ears, and it will help us make more episodes because it will help us know what you want, help us know what you like and don't like. Uh, Dylan, any uh, parting words for the beautiful listeners? Close us out, Robbie. We killed another episode. All right, Dylan. I think, uh, I think you have to... You have to sleep on the two idiots and a baby episode. You have to make sure you're ready to. I don't want you coming in biased that episode because it's it's not the worst episode. Okay. I'm gonna come I'm in with a you. baseball bat and just oh yeah. Or no, I'm gonna come in with like a little pink hammer that Drake like hits Josh on the head with in that yeah. episode. Just demolish it. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, what else is there to say other than? She's the girl I'd stay home for. Take care, guys. Peace.